So I just want to say shout out to all those people who are protesting, who have, who went protesting this afternoon at three and who are going to be protesting um, from 6.30 on. My request for all of you guys is that you use your head, use your own discretion, um, get out when you, when you feel it's time to get out and practice all the safety laws and, and things that people have been sharing all day today. But you are truly amazing for going out and standing out today in Boston and protesting. And, um, yeah, cause I just, I think that people who can do that are truly amazing and brave. And, um, I'm going to just use my platform because I, I don't see myself going out there to get myself super anxious and riled up. That's just, that's one of my, uh, my kryptonites, I should say. Um, but yeah, so I'm here today just to talk about a couple of things and, um, I don't know. These are just, these are my opinions this is my voice. This is my one sound. So leave me alone. I don't care what you have to say. If you want to have a conversation about it, we can have a conversation about it. If you're going to try and nitpick me, yell at me, whatever the case is about my own opinions and my feelings, I don't think I'm going to respond to you because I just think that that is defeating the purpose of me having my own podcast where I could say and do whatever I want. So here I go. Um. One of the things I wanted to talk about was how on social media, a lot of um, the people that I follow have been talking about that silence is betrayal and that um, people are, they see the people who they went to school with or high school with and they see them not responding and they thought that they were friends, but they're not really friends and they haven't reached out and all those things. Let me just say, when you are going through all of those things that you were going through in high school as a black student, acknowledging and realizing how cruel this world was to you as a person of color. Were those white friends asking you about your family or asking you if you were okay then? Or were they asking you what kind of guns do you have in your house? Um, were they asking you if you hear gunshots every night? Or were they asking you if the chain that you bought, if it belongs to you? Were they asking you if you knew about Biggie and Tupac? Were they asking you, like all of those questions, those ignorant questions that they ask, were they asking you those questions or were they saying, hey, I just saw online that this person got shot by a police officer and I am so scared for you, and I'm just wondering how you're doing right now. If they didn't ask you that, they then they're for damn sure not gonna ask you that now. So you can't be appalled, and you I don't think that you should be shocked that they're gonna ask you, that they're not asking you now, sorry. I just don't think so. I didn't expect the people from my high school to do that because that's just not, that's not who they, are that's not their body that's not their the way that they move they were to me they were ignorant people of the world 
And it didn't matter how much I tried to explain to them about who I was, about my culture, what my culture was really like, what living at home in Boston is really like. They wanted the riffraff. They wanted the ghetto. They wanted the uh-uh, no, she didn't. They wanted the snaps. They wanted the all of that. They they didn't want someone who spoke proper, someone who wore proper clothes, someone trying to get an education. They didn't want that because they already had that. They wanted to live by curiously through us in a way that we have never lived before. So I didn't really expect them to be out here trying to rally or ask or put up a post. Like the most they're going to do is put up a post and take it or leave it. The most they're going to do is say, that's not right and take it or leave it and move forward. If they want to be further educated about what's going on, by all means, talk to them, educate them, have that conversation because I feel like that's super important. But if not, if they're just doing the basic surface stuff, let them continue to do the basic surface stuff. Don't worry about them. Worry about the people who are worried about you and worried about yourself. Their silence, everybody can see their silence. Everybody. And that's just where I'm at with that. Like, I <laughs> I didn't expect anything coming from my school because when we had a racial situation happening where somebody posted a picture of, um, of a man, a black man being lynched and they put no niggas allowed in our party because they didn't want a specific student of color to come to that party. And me and my friend came upon it and we started to wreak havoc. And the principal told us pretty much to shut it down and that they were going to take care of it. And this man only got suspension two days before prom and two days before graduation. It didn't, I, I realized that this school is not here to protect me and they don't have my best interest at heart when I was applying to colleges and the guidance counselor told me that the colleges that I was looking at were reach schools. And by the time I got my GPA up, because I'm not going to lie, my GPA was a little low, but by the time I got my GPA up, all those schools wanted me at the end of the day. And I ended up choosing the, the weakest school for myself because he took away that belief for me. Now, thank God I had the support system that I did have amongst my Black family because I, and amongst my Black friends at that college, and I met the people that I did because I strived and, well, we can have that conversation later. But all I'm saying is I didn't expect the people of, I didn't expect the people of Cohasset to really be on my side for anything that had to do with standing up for black people. They wanted to be a part of it, but only the surface stuff. They wanted the culture. They wanted the songs. They wanted the dances. They wanted the hairstyles. They wanted the clothes. They wanted the sneakers. They wanted the earrings. They wanted the tattoos. They wanted the smiles. They wanted the curves. They wanted it all, but they didn't want to deal with the actual social environmental piece of it. And hey, to me, that was ignorant. It will always be ignorant, and I didn't think that they were ever going to be willing to stand up. So I feel like you shouldn't expect the towns of Wellesley, um, 
what else? What other places? Needham, Newton, all those places to to be wanting to stand up and talk about it because they're not ever going to talk about it. Lincoln, they're they're not going to. They're gonna say, oh my gosh, this shouldn't have happened, and I'm reaching out to you because you're saying right now you're making them feel guilty. But they should have already been doing that. They should have already been checking in way before this happened. They should have already become your ally way before this happened. And if they're just doing it just to do it because they see that social media is around and because they're trying to keep their appearances up because they want to be diverse and say that they're outreaching for the diversity of whatever, go ahead. That's your business. Um, the next thing that I wanted to address is that I've also been noticing on social media a lot of people are talking about the police are supposed to be a system that supports us the police was never a system that was going to support us I I never really truly believed that the police was a system that was ever going to support us because I have encountered situations with police officers where I have felt very unsafe um I have felt targeted and profiled I have had my backpack rummaged through, um, and I was only, what, 14 years old? Um, <laughs> I have been stopped and, like, aggressively talked to by police officers um, because of my car, and um, I've just seen from experience and just from life and from all of these videos that you guys post and things like that, that <laughs> the police was never really for us. And that is just that. I mean, slavery time is when they were built, is when they were constructed and formed. And on their badge, it said the Slavery Patrol. So I really don't think that an evolution of Slavery Patrol is going to be much different when it just turns into police officer or whatever the symbols are for a police officer. I think your purpose is still the same and it will always be the same. Um, police officers who are not of color. Um, and that's just that. I think that it's very intimidating when... I pull my car over because it, maybe I did run a red light. And yes, that's my bad that I did that. Or I did run a stop sign. And yes, that is my bad that I did that. But I think it's very intimidating. Um, it's intimidating enough when a police officer has to get out of his car. You're sitting down and he's standing up above your car. <laughs> and all you see is his waist belt with his gun, his taser, his baton, and he's trying to talk to you and all you can see is the gun, the taser, and the baton. That's intimidating. It's very intimidating when there's two police officers who are surrounding your car, standing up, and you're sitting down. I don't like that situation. I never liked that situation. But it's not much that can be done at this moment right now about it. I think that actually... Never mind. There is things that can be done about it. I just have to figure out what it is. I take that back. I have to figure out what can be done about it before I um, say that there isn't anything. So I should go and investigate and I will do that. Um, 
But yes, I do not believe that police officers were made to support us, protect us, any of those things that people are saying that that's what they're made for. They're made to support and protect the whites <clears throat> from the blacks. Um, and that's just it. Yeah. Um, I think that was my main things today. I also wanted to say that it is very important to take a break every 30 minutes from your social media because not much is positive on there right now. And I know for Black people, we have become numb to the violence that's happening upon our people. And that should never, ever be the case. Our minds have been um, have been novocained, um, <laughs> and it's just it's not cool. And you got to give yourself a break because otherwise you will overwhelm yourself. I literally found myself today going through all the social media and just like tripping. I'm bugging out and crying all over the place because this amount of information, this amount of unjust is just so surreal to me. And like to think that the black men of my family, like the way that they can be hurt and targeted at any moment, like it just throws me for a loop. Um, and it truly and honestly breaks my heart. So I'm just saying for your mental capacity, for your mental sake, um, do not, do not, do not, do not um, force yourself to be on social media for hours upon hours, reposting and searching and talking and, and arguing with people. You need to give yourself a break. You need to give yourself a break. Part of why I want to be a social worker is because I want to help Black people realize that mental health is very important. To keep working straight is never good. Um, you need to build your brain health. You need to build your body health. And if you just keep pushing through and pushing, 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 and fighting, 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 you're going to shut down. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to panic. Um, all levels are going to be high on everything, blood, cholesterol. You're going to give yourself a headache. Just give yourself a break, watch a cartoon, go hang out with some, I mean, well, because, you know, pandemic and stuff. So, you know, try to talk to your family members, maybe um, FaceTime a friend. Uh, if you can, go for a walk outside. These are really important things during this time because all we're getting is bad news these days. And we need to find some sort of um, outlet. Start writing um, it, you know, start singing, start dancing, whatever it is that you need to do that you feel is comfortable for you to get an outlet from all this craziness happening in the world. Please do that. I, I strongly recommend that. Um, and yeah, again, I am so proud of all those people who are going to protest. I ask that everyone is safe. Everyone is reading the guidelines of what to do with when you protest, what to wear, what to watch, um, how to speak, how to stand up. Know when it's time to go. Always stay with a friend, buddy system. 
just all of those things. Be mindful of the people who's around you. Be aware of your surroundings. And just when you're out there, know why you're out there. Know your purpose for being out there. Know your worth for being out there. Black people, you are loved. You are worth it. You, We need you. All of those things. Don't ever forget it. You are it. You are inspirational. You are creative. You are the almighty. And don't ever let anybody tell you that you are not. Um, just keep pushing through. Keep fighting. And this is Taze T. Kind of just. I'm giving my take on how I'm feeling these past couple of days. And I hope there are some people that are out there that can either agree. If you want to talk, you can message me um, in my DMs, Taze T. If you want, or you can comment under my pictures, under my photos. I'm going to do better about um, my posting because I know that I've been lacking. Oh, before I sign off, I also want to say that for... A little while after this podcast, um, I'm going to be putting Taste Tea under construction. So I might come out with a different brand. And we are going to take the summer off before we officially come back with um, more clear direction. But I did want to get this um, last podcast out about it being the last day of Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, just to take care of yourself, love yourself, hot showers, facial masks, all those things that you need to do to make yourself know that you are worth it, that you are loved, hot tea, your edibles, your weed, your, um, your small glass of wine, your food, your comfort food, whatever it is that's going to make you feel good. Um, take a mind break, take a nap. It's okay to take a nap. It's okay to watch cartoons. It's okay to um, go for a walk. It's okay to breathe in the fresh air, sit on your porch. It's okay to just shut everything down and just not pay attention. It's okay to write, pray, all that you need to do um, within mental health and getting yourself together. Um, this is this is a really hard time for all of us. Um, it's an especially hard time for Black people in America because all we want to do is just live our lives as any other race that gets to live their lives freely and just <laughs> have some sort of, and just have some justice. Um, I think it's very important that you vote also. Research the people that you're going to, that you're voting for. Know what you're voting for. Be aware of the things that they are a part of. Um, try to know everything there is to know about these people when you vote for them. Um, and that's where our power is at, is in that voting booth. Teach your children. Oh, actually, <laughs> sorry. What I really wanted to talk about, and I really want to hit this nail on the head, I, I don't necessarily know how to properly get it out but I've been saying it on my snapchat I've been kind of saying it on my instagram and I've been saying it on my twitter talk to your kids talk 
to your friends, talk to your colleagues about what is happening here in 2020, what is happening here in this real life time. It is never not the right time to talk to your child about this race war. It is never inappropriate to talk to them about racism. It is never like, it is never wrong to talk to them about racism. If you don't know a certain amount of information, you can always look it up. We are in a world of technology where technology is as strong as it will ever freaking be. So use that. Um, if you have fellow colored friends, people of color who are in your life, use them to have the proper conversations. Talk to them to get more information, get more education, get more understanding. These conversations need to happen at the dinner table, people. These conversations start at home before they get out into the world. Because having ignorant children out in the world is a no-go. Them not knowing about what's really going on, that this is a scary time, that at any moment something crazy can happen to them. It's just baffling. They need to, we need to normalize these conversations so that they can continue to find ways for us to evolve instead of us always having to go and just burn some shit up and, and breaking things down. We got, we got to have these conversations because there has to be somebody in the group. There has to be a next generation of kids who might be able to think of something way better than what we're coming up with right now. It is not inappropriate. It is not too early. Have these conversations with your children. If you are planning to make mixed children, you need to be able to have this conversation with your mixed children. If you are planning to be with somebody of the Black race and you are not a Black person, you need to have the conversation with the Black partner that you have about the family that you are going to create. Because if you do not have that conversation, your family is not going to have a strong foundation. I promise you that structure is going to fall very quickly. You guys will definitely be, definitely be on two different sides. If you don't believe me, watch American Son on Netflix with Kerry Washington. I know we all have a weird thing about the way that she cries, but watch it because that is a that is a great depiction of nine times out of 10, what happens when you do not talk to your children um, and you're planning on having a mixed race family. So you always have to talk about the information of who the people, of who you are, who you're going to marry. You need to talk about what's happening to them in the world because it is happening. It can happen. It will happen. Nobody is subject to, nobody is against it. You know, like nobody is um, not against it. <sighs> nobody is um, resists. I don't even know the word. Nobody is um, above it, away from it. So please, 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 please make sure that you are getting out there and voting. Make sure that you are getting out there and having conversations with your children 
make sure your children make sure that you um or creating a safe space in the schools to talk to your children um for us to talk to your children about what's going on to educate your children about what's going on and to be there for your children about what's going on while you are at work and you need to have them further their conversations um and yeah I just need, I need that. I need more conversations at home to start about what's happening in 2020 right now. What's happening to racism that is a real thing, that it it does exist. It's not going away. It's not just a, oh, I don't see color situation. That it does not exist. You need to have these conversations. You need to allow your children to be open-minded. You need to be open-minded. And everything just needs to be on the table. So please do your best, um, parents, guardians, older brothers, older siblings, and having these conversations and putting yourselves out there for the children um, and making sure that you vote. You go and vote. If you are 18, if you are 17 years old, what you should be doing for your 18th birthday is registering to vote and going to vote and reading upon the people that you should vote for. There's always a description on the voting ballots. Make sure you bring your ass there come voting day. We need a new president. We need a new president. We need a new president. And that is what I'm about to leave y'all with today. God bless y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. See you later um, after this summer. And be safe out there, everybody. Be safe. Watch your, watch, just don't watch anything. Just be safe. Just be safe. Please, everybody, just be safe out there. I love you. Black people, you're great. Black people, you're amazing. Black people, you're strong. Continue to do all the powerful, great work that you're doing. And be motherfucking safe. Thank you.